what's up you guys i talked about how i've been wanting to podcast for so long now and that's the absolute truth i started off having an idea to podcast whenever i started doing polls on instagram honestly and i know that sounds kind of funny and maybe weird but what happened was um i started doing like these five or six question polls uh every monday so and and you guys would get super involved in them if you don't follow my instagram go follow because um i'm gonna start back doing these polls i have literally over like 60 questions i did it for a few weeks so um yeah, it was, it was cool. And, uh, I think basically what I want to do is I want to go through some of the questions and I want to kind of give like my answers on them because I never really answered for myself, uh, because I left it for the podcast. So this was all, you know, coming into fruition now, which is kind of dope, but, um, yeah. So, so I want to go through the questions and I want to give my answers and then I want to share the poll of who voted for what. So I want to go through what um, the audience voted for their answers. Most of them are yes or no, some, um, but I mean, there they are polls, so they're going to have two different options. And yeah, let's get into it. The first question is actually more of like a two point question. So uh, it is, do you believe in soulmates? And I know that is so hypocritical of me to even say that word considering the last episode I was saying how twin flame and soulmates like those are such overplayed terms but I don't care let's talk about it um it's do you believe in soulmates and then from there it's gonna be do you believe that you have just one soulmate or do you believe that you'll have multiple through life so I'll kind of give my opinion on that first because this is my podcast, but <laughs> I do believe in soulmates. So ugh, if that made you click off, I understand if you're still here. Hi. Um, but I'll tell you why. I think that sometimes we meet people in life who <laughs> the word best friend just doesn't do it justice, right? We feel like we we can connect with this person and maybe they know us more than we know ourselves. And that sounds so cliche or cheesy, but if you have someone in your life that way, even if it's not romantic, even if it's platonic, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, someone, someone who you've known for a while. And I, I don't want to even put a timestamp on it because I feel like I have a few soulmates so far. I know that there's more in the future, but um, I feel like one was romantic at that time, and then the other two are people who I've known for years, and so it's just a feeling, right? So, like, it's just a comforting feeling. It's literally when you just feel like somebody gets you, like, no one else does, right? I mean, and to be understood and to feel understood is the best feeling ever. I think that we can all relate to that. Like being misunderstood is so discomforting. It's so anxiety ridden. It's so like, I don't know. I mean, that's why, you know, like we pick partners who help it feel like home, right? Okay. That's, I mean, that's what we try to do. And so it's like that best friend who, whenever you're with them, you're like, damn, I'm closer to you know me more than my family does right you know me more than my boyfriend or my girlfriend does and those are just feelings that are inexplainable I think and I think that sometimes the word bestie and best friend don't do that justice because it's so much deeper than that 
throwing out the X card isn't really something I wanted to necessarily do this soon on here, but I'm going to just because I feel like it's a great example and we're talking about it. So um, I think that my ex was a soulmate. I think that in that time period of my life that we were together, um, we would both agree that we were soulmates. Now, do I think that right now, the way that I feel and the way that I've grown? No, I think that souls grow. I think that you grow, obviously, um, and you change. And I'm not that same person that I was whenever I was with him. But while I was with him, for sure, like that was a connection that was undeniable. I'm not going to go into the crazy like twin flame thing. I'm just going to leave it at soulmates. And I just want to use that as an example to say that um, just because somebody's a soulmate doesn't mean that you're going to feel you know, that they're your soulmate for the rest of your life. So that's why I think that you'll have more than one because, I mean, we did end up outgrowing each other. And do I believe that soulmates can do that? For sure. Um, but yeah, so just referring back to that time period of my life that we were together, I do think that there was definitely like a soul connection there. Getting into kind of the other half of that where I do not believe a soulmate has to be a partner um, refers back to my two best friends. So I've had these best friends for years, you guys, one I've known since kindergarten, one I've known since third grade. And to make a long story short, (laughs) um, I do believe that we're soulmates. I really, really, really do. I think that you can find that through friendships. I mean, we have insane stories. I'd love to have, um, them on soon just because honestly being friends with someone since you were, I don't know, 11, 12, and then six years old is ridiculous. It truly, I mean, we were not, we did not grow up in the age of FaceTime and like call, like we didn't have each other's phones. No, like I called, her mom would pick up and I'd be like, hey, put Lauren on the phone. Hey, put Gretchen, you know? And so it's just, it's funny in that aspect. And so, um, yeah. With saying that, I do kind of want to talk about the difference between, like, a regular connection with somebody and, like, a soulmate connection or what it really, like, means to me and kind of how I, like, set those apart from just maybe a friend who, yeah, we get each other's jokes and, oh, my gosh, that you know, feels like my sister. I I do feel like there is a difference between a severely deep soulmate connection versus, like, a regular connection, right? So I feel like a regular connection is exciting. There's chemistry there you may have butterflies around that person and you're so happy with them um but I'll speak in like a romance sense I feel like the relationship can feel good but it also feels like traditional right so there's nothing really that sets it apart from all the other love stories that you hear about you know so like things are maybe good and yeah like you're excited to see them but it just feels regular So, like, with saying that, I don't think it means that that connection isn't special. I mean, I think that it can still be looked at as special and obviously valued, but it's just not exactly, like, rare, right? There's, it's not, like, serendipitous and, ooh, big word, spell and be champ. Just kidding. I actually spelled the word schedule five times in a row wrong today. The E's, the H's, the U's, they kind of scare me. Um, But anyways, yeah, it's, it's just, it's not what you would experience with a soulmate connection. Back to that poll, the do you believe in soulmates? It was that 82% voted yes and 18% voted not really. So I'm going to guess that uh, the not really 
haven't really experienced that serendipitous connection, okay? And I hope that maybe one day you will and that that will make you a believer because truly, um, I do feel like it's one of those things that you kind of have to like feel to believe. So, yeah. Um, and then the next part of that was, do you believe that there's just one or there's multiple throughout life? And 64% of people voted that they do believe that there's multiple throughout life, leaving 36% saying that there's just one. So, my answer is very similar to you guys' answer, and yeah, let's go to the next question. Do you believe in love at first sight? Now, the answers to this, you guys, rocked my damn socks, okay? That's so annoying, but this, truly, I was like, what the hell? 76% of people voted possibly that they do believe in love at first sight, which is three, four, are you kidding me? 24% voted no way. Let's unpack this because, excuse me, clearly there are two different things between being in love and loving someone. Either way, looking at someone and deciding that you can love them by looking at them in first glance is insane to me. And I'll say that because I will be the first one to lust over someone, okay? There's a difference in love and lust. We've all heard about it. I thought we all did until you guys voted 76%. Yes, if y'all truly believe that, oh my goodness, that is insane to me. Um, but, I mean, that's what I'm here to talk about. So that's what I find interesting. And I, I mean, yeah, have I looked at someone and been like, damn, you know, that that's my husband, that's my, you know? Sure, sure I have. Did I mean that? Did I really think? No, I mean, I do think that whenever I meet someone, I can automatically tell if we have a connection there. And so from there, which is also kind of a toxic trait of mine because I feel, but I feel like it does help me. I feel like I have a really strong intuition. So within meeting someone like the first hour-ish, I feel like I can tell, okay, I do want to see this person again or no, I don't. Like I literally either leave the situation being like, okay, I'm kind of obsessed with them or it's a no it's no ma'am not at all and so I can kind of see how maybe that would go into like the love at first sight category but also just love is huge you guys so if if y'all really feel like you you know can have love at first sight that's amazing I'd love to hear how that's working out for you um but my answer is no. Do I believe that you can feel a connection with somebody in like, you know, the first few minutes or moments of talking to them and stuff? Sure. Do I believe that you can look at someone and be like, wow, I love them or like, you know, and see that? Mm, I don't think so. Unless you are literally a psychic, which half of you guys that vote on my stuff think that I'm insane for being so spiritual. So unless you um, are that, mm, my answer is no way. Do you agree with the statement, if someone wants to, they will? Oh, you guys, this has been such, I feel like such a big topic I've seen, like, on Instagram and on TikTok. Like, remember, if they wanted to, then they would, or, and then, and then you hear the other side of it, where it's like, how many times did you want to, and you didn't? Think about that. Next time you say if they wanted to, then they would. And I was so... Ooh, I'm kind of conflicted on this. Okay, I really am. Um, let me tell you the results that you voted on. So um, I said, do you agree with if someone wants to, then they will. And I either put 100% yes or not entirely. So whoever was like on the fence about it. So 67% of people voted 
100% yes. And then 33% voted not entirely. So most of you guys did go with a yes. You do believe that if they want to, then they will. Sometimes we want to do some things and we can't, right? Sometimes we're too scared. Sometimes we have deeper repercussions that will be taken if we act on these actions or say what we want to say. And sometimes we can't, right? But can we really not? I, I mean, I feel like we can, we can do whatever we want. I mean, we can say, we can act, we can do literally whatever it is we want to do can be done through us, right? So, so that's a limiting belief saying that we can't do it because we're too scared or because we have this going on or this will happen if we do. And so we can do whatever we want. Is there going to be crazy ass consequences after we do it? Maybe. Um, are our feelings going to get hurt really bad or, you know, is it a risk? Maybe, but we can do that. And so I think that a lot of my life, I cut people a lot of slack thinking, well, maybe they weren't doing this because they were scared or maybe they didn't act this way because of this and they couldn't because of this situation that they were in. And honestly, I felt like I was gaslighting myself because then I've met people who have gone out of their way to do what to prove to me that they're interested or to you know like to do whatever it takes no matter you know and and they've told me like oh I'm so scared to say that to you and 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 then I put myself in that position where something is heavy on my mind and if I'm lingering on the thought of doing it I give myself maybe like a day or two if maybe it's gonna have some bad repercussions or maybe I'm afraid of what the outcome will be or maybe if I say this and the connection's over or blossoms and it's kind of like a big risk to take and so I will think about it for a few days, but then I'm going to act on it because living life with the regret or just like the wonder of like, what would happen if I did this is so, it's tough, you guys. And it's something that I don't want to deal with. Um, I'd rather get over a heartbreak than wonder, um, you know, what could happen if I were to have just jumped. And so, like I said, I mean, I'm going to use a small example here, which is honestly, a little dumb, but it gets the point across, I think, in, in a small aspect. But uh, I had this guy respond to a story that I posted. So probably on like Snapchat or Instagram, who knows? I hate even saying the word Snapchat out loud. I feel like it's very much embarrassing. And I'm trying to stray away from that platform. Anyways, um, I posted like a bag of chips. Okay, it was so st- I was like, Oh, these are so good. Whatever. Like, why has no one heard about these? And he slid up and was like, Oh, the-. like, I don't I can't remember what he said. Okay, it was about the chips. It was irrelevant. It was stupid. And basically, after we had kind of like laughed about like relating on the chips, he was like, you know what, I actually didn't give a shit about the chips. I just wanted to say something to you. And that was that on that. I mean, that's a small scale of it. Obviously, there's the whole like, oh my gosh, this guy woke up at this time and drove this far for me or this girl met me here and did this. And so, and I can't get even, you know, I can't even get a text back from so-and-so. So if they want to, then they will. But what I think about whenever I think about like, if they wanted to, then they would. I think about how if if I'm at home and I'm thinking about how someone hasn't texted me or reached out, right? I think I go into the thought of, well, maybe they didn't because they were scared or maybe that. And so I start making excuses for them. And then I go back into the past and I think about how 
they did reach out and how they were more than capable of reaching out before. So why are they not now? And so that kind of helps me like affirm the belief that if they wanted to, then they would. And so um, I'm going to go with the 100% yes, just because I think that whatever you put out in the universe and with God and just all of those things, I think that um, it will come back to you. And so I think that whenever I want to do something, I do. And so I think that if someone wants to do something for me or show their interest in me, then they definitely should. So do you follow your head or your heart when making decisions? This was a tough one. Okay, I had 44% of people vote that they follow their head when they make decisions and 56% of you guys voted your heart. Oh, okay. I move off emotion and sometimes that can be looked at as irrational and sometimes it does cause me to maybe make some irrational decisions. I'm trying to get a little bit better at it, but all the while saying that, I'm going to contradict that as well because I trust my intuition and I think that my intuition is strong and it often is based on like how I feel, right? So like my heart and how you feel in your heart, not what you think. Um, And trusting my intuition and following my heart has led me to some great points and some great connections. So even if those connections were short-lived, I'd honestly rather have a connection for a small amount of time than not have it at all because the feeling of connecting with someone or something um, is what life is all about to me. I hate to get in my little hopeless romantic type feel, but like I was saying with soul, I mean, even if it's platonic, it doesn't have to be like a romantic thing. Um, But yeah, I, I think that other times, um, the maybe like what you know is right, so like in your head, right? It's 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 something that maybe would look better on paper, right? And and so I I tend to notice that whenever I follow that route that I know, in quotes I'm saying, uh, is right instead of the way that I feel. I feel like it leaves me disappointed and upset. And even if that option um, of like what I know is best is maybe what other people know kind of, and it's deemed as like a healthier option or more right and it's better to others, the way that it makes me feel is not better. And so I think that it kind of goes into like the regret thing, right? So um, if I move based off emotion and it ends up being a wrong decision, I'm a lot less hard on myself than the other way around, just mainly because I go back and I remember that feeling, right? So I remember, okay, this was wrong, but I did this because I really wanted to in that time, and something about it just felt right. Now, going back to what I said, I mean, my intuition is usually pretty strong and pretty right, and the times whenever I my I let myself talk myself out of a decision because, you know, it'll look better to others or, you know, that's what is deemed to be the right thing maybe. And maybe the outcome is more, you know, is it's just going to be better, right? Okay. It's supposed to be. Um, it doesn't leave me feeling better. So I definitely move based off of my heart instead of my head. And, um, I I tried to do the other one for a long time. I actually just recently started trusting my intuition, and that's whenever things got a lot better, and I started being a lot happier with my own decisions, regardless of maybe, like, what other people thought or what I was taught to know was right and wrong, right? Because that feeling that we have is there for a reason, okay, versus what we know in our head to be right or wrong versus our heart, like, that. that is a battle, you guys, it is such a battle to follow your head or your heart, and I think that um, 
you should listen to your heart because I think that it knows some things that maybe your mind cannot explain. The last poll I want to talk about is, would you rather be a jack of many trades or master of one? Um, 77% of people voted that they'd rather be a jack of many trades and 23% voted master of one. We know the quote, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but did y'all know that that is not the end of the quote? Because I found this out literally a few months ago and I was shook. The full quote is, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. What? What? Oh my gosh, that made me feel so much better about myself because I have um, tried a lot of different things in life as far as like hobbies and talents and skills. And I feel like I have a plethora of things that I'm pretty good at, but I can't find one thing that I'm great at and if anyone relates to that then you know that that shit's a little frustrating right because it's like okay it's cool because I mean we're making a list of things that we can do and we can do them pretty well but what is the one what is our expertise and maybe I have one and maybe it's going to take some time to know and maybe all of the categories of things that I'm good at have something in common that I haven't figured out I have no idea maybe it's part of being a creative I, I have no idea but um I don't know. I don't know why that entire quote is not (laughs) spoke of more. I don't know if someone learned piano and couldn't do shit else in life. And so they got pissed off and were like, hey, you know how to do everything. But guess what? I'm the greatest freaking pianist in the world. And so I don't care what like I don't know what the case was. But um, I think that knowing that entire quote is very helpful to people who are still trying to figure out what they're what they're trying to do. And feel like, um, okay, I can do this, I can do this, I'm pretty good at it, but I'm not great at anything. Um, And maybe that just comes with self discovery. Maybe it takes, you know, trying new things, trying new hobbies, or maybe it takes picking one of them and seeing it completely through and trying to be the best at that that you can be. Maybe that's the trick of being a a great trade in one category. I have yet to figure it out, clearly. That is it for the, like, question and poll segment of this. I kind of want to leave off on, um, a little bit of like dating advice type just I don't know I have something to say and it's kind of the whole point of this podcast so it feels illegal to not so this is what I got um (laughs) I've been seeing a huge trend in TikTok recently and a lot of the posts are like forget the nonchalant stuff I want you obsessed with me if you can go a day without talking to me get lost and what I want to say to that is, what the hell? Okay, what the hell? We all are like, oh my god, I want him obsessed with me. I want her in love with me after knowing me for one day. But in all reality, you guys, no. Because here we go. Because as soon as that shit happens, we go, oh no, they're too clingy or oh no, they're too much. So no, you don't want that. You don't want them obsessed. You don't. And then, and then what's, so then what's the opposite? Like maybe taking it slow and actually getting to know somebody why are we so like shunning that I just don't get it I truly cannot wrap my brain around it um I think that there's 
a difference in meeting someone and really liking them and being excited to see them. So like maybe you do text them, you know, like the very next day or that same night and whatever. I think that there is a big difference in that. And then there's a difference in meeting someone and hanging out and seeing each other and talking every single second of the day so that you guys have just met each other, right? And you're you're not missing a text any hour. And then on Tuesday, they actually have real life things to go to. And so you look at your phone and you're like, wow, it's been like three hours since John's texted me. What's going on? Girl, life is going on, okay? You guys don't even know each other that well. So the second that life happens, then you're upset. And then whenever they do text you back at a reasonable time, which is, I don't know, maybe the next day, maybe a few hours later, you're passive aggressive. So it's it's an ongoing battle. And I think that we need to remember that the next time that we're like, oh, my God, why isn't he or she that into me? Maybe they are. Maybe they're just being realistic about it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that.